and please mr postman i played that because it is actually national letter writing day in the u.s today and uh, i just suppose <laughs> i just thought i'd play that just to get into the flavour because I always look up national days and I thought that was actually a good national day and we should be writing a lot more. Now talk about writing. If you want to be inspired and motivated, then I suggest you pick up a copy of Hashtag My Voice, which by the way is now a number one seller on Amazon. Hashtag My Voice is a series of three books that brings together women's, women across the world who have a story to tell about how they've transformed their lives when met with huge adversity and challenges. Catherine Gerton, CEO of Pathfinders, and Lorna Sienan Pagaduan, Pathfinders Ambassador and President of the Filipino Nurses Association in Hong Kong, are two of the authors featured in Hashtag My Voice. And they join me in the studio now. And just to tell me a little bit more about it, good afternoon to you ladies. Hi, Sadia, lovely to be here. Well, uh, good afternoon. Lovely to have you. Now, the book is, uh, it sounds amazing. Now, Catherine, tell me, first of all, how did you get involved in Hashtag My Voice? And, you know, what, what's it all about? So I was approached by Global um, Influencers Publishing to, to contribute um, and because it's about women's empowerment and given my role at, at Pathfinders and the importance that we place on sort of lifting the migrant domestic worker community, I wanted to sort of share about our work at Pathfinders. Um, I have to say, when I first my first sort of uh, draft of the chapter, um, they came back and said, "No, oh, needs to be a little bit more about your personal journey." Um, and for me, it was quite cathartic to so share some of my life's ups and downs. Um, um, it was sort of a journey to go through that myself, but felt, I felt in sharing that that um, it would give hope and inspiration to others who are. Uh, climbing in their career or sort of wanting to be a working mum and trying to sort of balance uh, balance uh, both both of those both of those parts so um yeah it was it was quite a journey and a quite a, a challenge to, to write so without giving away your story as such you know mm. i'm not asking you to read it all either, <laughs> because uh, the whole point is that we want people to get the book but mm. so give me a, a a little synopsis of what what kind of thing did you go through what is it that inspired you to write so i think um I've always had a, an insatiable curiosity for this sense of, you know, why was I so fortunate to be born to my parents who made um, huge sacrifices to give me the best start in life when so many others are, you know, simply by chance are sort of um, don't even have a fair start. Um, I think so growing up, I always had a bit of a reputation with my family and friends for wanting to, 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 to save things. But I think, you know, the different experiences that I've had in life um, have really, I guess, um, shaped me into the person that I am now. Um, and while some of that was very um, challenging, quite traumatic at, at times, I'm grateful for those experiences because I wouldn't be who I am and where I am now um, without those. And I think, you know, for me, the inspiration for writing the chapter was really that, you know, we do live in an increasingly volatile, uncertain, complex and, and ambiguous world. Often there's more than one path to the same destination. But, you know, I certainly know from experience, it's a lot more fun when you bring others with you. And, you know, my chapter really is about trying to rise um, by lifting others and that sense mm. of purpose that I get personally from, from the opportunity to do that um, through different you know, different parts of my life, but particularly at Pathfinders and the work that we do with the migrant domestic worker okay. community. 
Great. Well, I look forward to reading it. Now, Lorna, um, welcome to the studio, Lorna. Thank you. Um, Now, you've got a story in there too. First of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Um, By profession, I am a nurse um, and I am a migrant domestic worker here in Hong Kong for already 24 years. Wow. (laughs) You must have a number of stories to tell. (laughs) Imagine that. Mm. (laughs) Staying here is supposed to be, I tell my dad before leaving that that it is only for two years. And then afterwards I will come back. (laughs) But um, staying here and seeing others, other migrant workers, especially the helpers, not only from the Philippines, Well, maybe that's the reason I enjoyed being here. <laughs> right. Well, it's great. I mean, now, what kind of, what made you uh, write the story and what is it that you wanted to get across in your story? Um, at first, well, um, I don't know what this lady beside me saw in me mm-hmm. that <laughs> um, she recommends or she asked me to write a book. Um um, personally, whatever my feelings or whatever that I want to tell, I will do it in pen and paper. Uh-huh. Um, I like to write. I already um, a constant um, article was this submitted submitted articles to some of the publications here in Hong Kong and also back in the Philippines during my. Um, university days so mm-hmm. there are um, stories or some of those that I observe that I will submit um, basically the, the things around me and then I will submit it it's it's for magazines or newspapers something like that and when when at first Christina informed me that um, Catherine liked you to if you are into writing um, if you want to write about um, your story, I th- I thought at first it's about my journey at Pathfinders because I am mm-hmm. their ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And but then they told me that no, it's not um, it's not uh, particular only about Pathfinders. It's about you. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you like? What what's your message um, to to your migrant domestic workers? Mm-hmm. And a kind of it's very surreal that I don't know that I used of um, writing others' story, or I use on to the third um, persona. Yeah. It's not mine. You've never really written your own story. Was that something will, you found? Yeah, I will write my story, but yeah. in a different. Right. Um, for example, I will pretend that into another. It's happen. It's happening to another person. It's exactly. easier for you to write like that. I I don't have the courage to admit okay. that it's my okay. experience. Okay. Um, but then when this comes, it's just like and I, I um, I ask my boss Jess. Um, somebody is asking me about this, and I show the contract about it, and he said, "Oh, you can do it." I said, oh, do you think so? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, um, well, it's called Journey on the Rough Roads. Mm-hmm. So basically, when I'm writing it, oh, there's so many, will I, 
will I continue? Well, because it's just like I am driving again. I am driving it again. Yes. But going back, I realized that going back then, oh, I already passed that slope, that 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 very rough road, Mm -hmm. that hard shoulder. I already passed it. How come? It's just like. Oh, uh, that's stronger. That's strong. Am I? I didn't realize until um, writing and writing and then reading again. It's so quite. Um, there's sometimes setbacks that yeah. should I, <laughs> shouldn't I? <laughs> but um, maybe in the at the end of it, I said it's a part of healing. Also, that's right. Yeah, it's it's it's. They are always telling me that I'm wonderful and I have to, I have to own it. <laughs> I have to, to own the stage of that because um, I also learned that I cannot pour a milk from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So I should have a faith in myself, a belief in myself. Well, just listening to you, to tell you the truth, Lorna, I can just imagine that your words are probably very sensitive <laughs> and very rare. And because, you know, you've just conveyed so much just by telling us that. And, and you've obviously been writing for some time. So it's something that you should pass on. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. it, gives, it gives so much um, inspiration um, to to others. And I think that's why for us it was so important and such a, a special opportunity for Laura to share her story mm-hmm. um, because there are so many stories of, of you know, strength through adversity like Lorna's that exists within the migrant domestic worker Absolutely. community. And I think it's often easy to overlook the fact that these women have incredible journeys that they make incredible sacrifices uh, to leave their families to come to Hong Kong to support and care for many families Mm -hmm. in Hong Kong Mm. um, and to really appreciate and acknowledge that journey. Yeah absolutely because you know I I cannot imagine I mean like you know I've grown up in the UK and you know uh, if you're working as a woman Mm. it's very difficult because you are juggling with children you you cannot work easily you know you pay an awful lot and you don't actually have the peace of mind to know that they're being looked after but the fact is that here in Hong Kong it is an amazing thing to be able to have you guys to for to have migrant workers who are there and it's they are part of your family they are part of what makes you you to be able to do what you want to do well, you I can mean, just imagine um you're a mom for example you're yeah. a mom you you left your kids behind yeah. for example yeah uh, five months old absolutely and then you come back you come here and you're taking care of, of a five month old it's must How? be it must be heartbreaking it must be very very difficult <laughs> can you imagine really? that, that i can imagine yeah. and and I take my hat off and I just think that you you, got, you know, they're doing an amazing job. They mm. really are. But, you know, what do you, I mean, that is certainly one of the challenges of being a migrant worker. But, you know, in your book and, and just generally through the time you said two years and it became 24 years, <laughs> what are the, what are the kind of main challenges apart from that, that whole thing about leaving your family, your, leaving your children and now with the pandemic being far away, mm-hmm. like what are the challenges, what are the main things that really affect you? Well, first thing is, yeah, during the pandemic, you mentioned it is their mental health. Mm. of being only away from home and you're scared of yourself of um, getting the virus what 
what more from your families back home mm-hmm. you're also thinking about their safety and yours mm-hmm. from far away and one thing more is um well it's not one thing it's many many more thing is um uh the one that they're struggling specifically already in their contracts um the thing that good accommodation and food so that's the thing that um to be able to serve to be able to do um their job their everyday job they have to have um strength to be healthy but the main thing is they're not having um a good source of food mm-hmm. and they don't have enough sleep it's long hours yes mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's just like a cold time yeah. you're just on call 24/7 yeah. basically you cannot you? say that it's not especially yeah. again if you're taking care of a baby and an elderly or a bed reading um mm-hmm. uh, patient here um that's the two main thing of struggles of uh, workers apart from live in yeah because for them they don't have much more of um of, of freedom mm-hmm. even more just like monitoring their family back home especially mm-hmm. now in pandemics uh, using the phone uh, it's very limited especially um if the employers are um also stay in as what we call and we have so many um cameras around plus your boss so it's just like a stress already that someone is watching you yeah and again during your what we call rest time you can even do whatever because you are sleeping with other kids or you're sleeping with uh an elderly or you have your own room if that's what we call room on top of a toilet Mm. So uh, huge challenges <laughs> yeah. I can imagine I I that's why I I salute hats off to Absolutely. mom Absolutely. especially because I'm only a sister. Yeah. And when I came here my it's the night before my flight is the first step of my sister that I took care because mm-hmm. it's 16 years gap from my uh, last brother. So how much more with the mom that mm-hmm. when somebody cry oh January I, it's in automatically yeah. in my mind it's in your a mind. huge thing on your heart isn't yeah. it the way you, it's almost like you put a stone on your heart to just keep going but that is like a, a, a huge sacrifice it really is yeah like. and and, and it's amazing. during during covid than at any yeah, other time it just because, makes it all the more worse doesn't yeah, it yeah because many right. of, many of don't allow to go out yes. for a holiday yeah. yeah there's been a lot in the headlines about things like that really mm-hmm. hasn't there separation from family I yeah mean, many of it's the migrant already, domestic yeah. workers are our mothers too yeah um and so they haven't seen their children for two plus years and you know you know we're coming up to to christmas a time that's mm-hmm. about family because normally you would go home you could yes. go away at christmas that's back a family, to family uh well growing up again with sure. my dad um um christmas time and new year's new year's time are the most important day in our life supposed mm-hmm. to be that's a family day mm-hmm. and uh, well um in here in hong kong i have my family we also have a family day that's why on december 25th most of my uh, members my friends said oh we will go to for a christmas party but i said that's our family day 
family day. Are you going back to Philippines? Said, no. No, you have your family here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And, you, and that's, I think that's what's the great part of it, that you do get together and, and you are there as support, and certainly with Pathfinders there, that it makes a huge difference to have that kind of support. Um, can I ask you, Catherine, like, you know, the book is going to come out. There are three uh, versions of it, you know, the volume one, two, and three. What do you hope is the sort of ultimate gain, the goal of this book? What do you hope that it will achieve? It's obviously raising awareness. Anything else like? Yeah, I mean, so I think the intention behind the book was really to sort of share different journeys and, and different experiences and, and, and really to so, show solidarity um, um, through through those stories. I think there's a fourth version oh, right. um, also planned. I don't with, think there's oh. any end, to tell you the truth. I can't see that it would be finished at three because the stories are there all the time. All the time, yeah. And, and it's really important to document those stories, I think. Absolutely. And I mean, they come from uh, women of, of, from very different backgrounds. I think that's what makes the book so interesting because it is a collection of 20 different stories of women from different backgrounds, different nationalities, different challenges. Um, so it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it was kind of like almost therapy kind of writing. Yeah, and it healing. Said. <laughs> really, That's, um, really healing. Yeah, for, 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 when, when, for me, when um, the, the collection or the photos that they sent me that I am, I am in it, um, I mean, I was in the hospital. That's why when I saw that, there's a question that am um, I entitled i am am i privileged to be with this women with the entire world and then oh at some point i said oh my story or my life must be uh, something so i must i must be proud of myself you must be <laughs> proud of yourself i can tell you that lorna you, you deserve a medal you really do and i think i think it's a it's a fantastic book i mean you know if i was going to ask you like if along this journey of yours both of you really if there was one thing that you could change um to make things better for women across the world or here in hong kong basically what what would that one thing be what would you really like to change that could make things easier i, I think for me it's about sort of showing um or treating everybody how you would want to be treated, treated. Your, yourself mm -hmm. and that sense of respect and, and, and dignity you know for the migrant domestic workers in Hong Kong you know, there's such a, a little acknowledgement and, and, and value and appreciation for just the tremendous contribution they make to many families you know as a working mum myself mm -hmm. I couldn't work if I didn't no, have an incredible migrant domestic worker at home um, and you know we are very heavily reliant on this on this population in Hong Kong, and will be increasingly reliant. You know we have three hundred and seventy thousand migrant domestic workers and counting. now and counting, and we need six hundred thousand to care for an aging population by mm. twenty forty seven. So, Gosh. you know, really, it's about you know respecting people that make a very genuine and very valuable contribution to to our to our mm. to our lives and. Mm. I think for me that the kind of key takeaway was just the importance of just being authentically yourself. Okay. Um, and and you don't know what happens behind closed doors or no. different people's journeys. Mm, absolutely. And how about you, Lona? What would you say? Um, I'm just thinking of it, but I have so many. But the thing that, well, all of you women or all of you who believe in me, I think self-belief. I have to conquer. I have to own that I 
I'm amazing that I can do more, that I have a voice. Migrant domestic helper also does not define them as a person, as a helper. They are much, much more. They're part of the family, yeah, aren't they? That. That's right, and I think that's how we should we should we see should that. we should. Right. But then that's not what's happening, and then that's the one thing that I want. It's just like an illness that I want to infect others. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Supposed to be if um, be, just being kind, mm -hmm. a little bit of kindness makes a difference or different already. If one one person can infect others and infect more. How how well how beautiful it's the world can be hmm. if all and I just want to just reinforce that sense of um, these women being an extension of family. Mm -hmm. I mean, for us, it's it's important to acknowledge that domestic work is work, um, that it is an employment, um, and so that's, that's not thing, necessarily yeah. to mean that the woman is part of your family, but it absolutely should mean that as a an job. employer, you are treating someone with respect and dignity and care and the rights and they rights, rights yeah. um, and so i think that's why we you know we really want to make it very clear that this is an employment and so mm. these women should be treated the way that we would want to be treated by our employees too mm. um, with that sense of care yeah. and kindness respect and dignity you know we expect high things from our employers that's right mm -hmm. well as employers ourselves we should be um, yes practicing what, what, what yeah. we, how we want to be treated yeah wise words there now if somebody wants to get hold of the book where can we get it what can we do just go on amazon and buy it yeah, there's a, yeah on, on amazon um volume one and two are, are already out. out um i think volume three we are we were lunch already there have there there's a message already actually that of the day of the lunching mm -hmm. so well they, but then in the contract they said it's in january but i don't know why yeah. <laughs> they're making it on december 23rd okay the launching okay, <laughs> well i wish you i wish you luck um thank you so much for coming in lorna and uh, Catherine. and it's always lovely to speak to you and i hope that you know we'll have much more 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 volumes of this and, and at some point thank you can you. come back and give yeah. me give give me another update as to how <laughs> things progress and sure. stuff but it's been lovely talking to you so thank you very much for coming in thank Welcome. you welcome it's a privilege right. and <laughs> good well we'll hear more about the book i'm sure as it sort of uh, sweeps off the bookshelves um but uh, that's about all from me today i'm just about done for the day it's about sort of five to it's about four minutes to three o'clock now steve james follows the news at three and i will be back tomorrow for another show because i'm sitting in for noreen but uh, thank you very much for today and thank you to all my guests today so thank you to Catherine, thank you to lorna Welcome. and, and to Andrew, Andrew Dembino.